Welcome to the Miss Manual Podcast. Home to viewing a female's perspective in the automotive and motorsport industry. So glad I walked up to you because I was talking about, <laughs> talking to Andrea. Like I'm I'm glad we can talk about this because it's like it's crazy like how things happen. Like I don't believe that was a coincidence at all. But I went right. to meet her and then you passed by and I was like, yo, is that her Miata? And then all of a sudden I saw the license plate and it was like, she runs. I was like, all right, it's her, it's confirmed. And then that's where I was, I walked up. Uh, I was like, hey, I have some questions. <laughs> Boom, here we are. Here we are. But first things first, uh, for those for those who may, may not know who you are, um, let's kind of who you are, maybe what you drive and uh, just where your passion for for the automotive scene came from and then we can kind of go from there. Um, my name's Kylie on Instagram. It's hi underscore I'm underscore Kylie. <laughs> so I, uh, I drive a 1993 Mazda Miata. It's lowered. It's got a big wing on the back of it. Super obnoxious. Some people, <laughs> hate it. I love it. So who really cares? Right. Uh, I, I got my passion for cars really from, you know, my aunt, my uncle, my dad, all all of them together were building cars when I grew up. And, you know, seeing my aunt being the only female in their car group, I really admired that they built some pretty cool stuff, actually. Won a lot of awards out in the Midwest because I'm from Indiana. So that's Midwest. basically what I got. The Midwest. I'm from Indiana. No, I was just, I was shouting it out. It was just Midwest. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I know you're in Michigan right now, right? Yep. Yep. Out in Arizona. I've been in Arizona for about seven years now. Okay. And what would you, what would you, out of, out of the comparison, um, just being from the Midwest, like, what do you, uh, which, which do you like best and the pros and cons of, you know, being in the Midwest out, out here in uh, AZ from your personal POV? Yeah. I um I like the Midwest. I think it's beautiful. I love the four se- the four seasons. Like I really miss fall and spring, like watching all the flowers grow and then like watching all the leaves fall from the trees and stuff. Like you still get that out here in Arizona. We do still have trees and everything and the leaves do fall, but it's just it's a hundred degrees outside still when we're going through what we call fall here. So It's a lot different, but I definitely don't miss having snow like six months out of the year. That was not cool. Like if I want to go see snow, I can just drive up to Flagstaff or something. So that's pretty cool. I do like the car scene out here a lot better because I feel like, you know, our roads out here are a lot different than the Midwest. We don't have as many cracks and everything. So, you know, having a lowered car wouldn't really work for me living where I grew up. It's just not really something i can do there 100 like that's the one thing that i just love like people don't people don't necessarily get if if they're if they're they aren't from the 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 midwest it's like the gratitude for like how smooth and like consistent the roads are people are like yo why are you like making a big deal of the roads i'm like you don't know where i'm from like (laughs) you have no clue into that story i had a few more questions but we had to like go yeah but i'll let's kind of start back there So the whole she runs thing, which is what my license plate says, it's started when one of my friends would meet me at car meets and we'd just be hanging out by my car and, you know, his friends would call him and be like, Hey, we're here. Where are you guys at? What car are you by? 
And every time he'd be like, oh, well, I'm by that piece of crap Miata. And wow. I'm like, well, you know, she may not be pretty because she definitely wasn't when I got her, um, but she runs. And so every time somebody would say something about my car, I'd be like, you know what? She runs. So that's really where that came from. You know, everybody would know that if they said something about my car, they'd be like, oh, but she runs. So I just went and got it as my license plate. And then, of course, you know, the second I got the license plate is when she would start breaking down every once in a while. Yeah, of course, like the second I get it, it, she had never broken down before. The second I get my license plate, like the day after I'm driving to work and I lost both of my belts on the freeway. So that was cool. Um, wow. So that's where the sticker that's below it that says dot, 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 barely. That's where that came from because I'm like, yeah, she <laughs> barely. She's holding on, but she runs. Man, the love and the, the community for the love for your Miata. Like, kind of, that's, that's kind of dive into that because I remember I had brought it up, but that's like the people that aren't, that, that really aren't in, immersed in the, to the Miata scene or just really have a passion for it. Like, what is it? What is it to you for those that are looking on the outside in? So being like in the Miata world, the car world in general has been great for me. I've met a lot of people, but Miatas in particular, anybody else that has any other type of car, I'm sure they feel the same way. You know, I've met a lot of people that have Miatas. And so we have our own little world within the car scene where if one of us needs help with something that we don't know how to do, there's a dozen people within like an hour of us that do know how to do that and are more than willing to help. They'll bring tools, they'll come over, they'll have a beer with you and they'll sit down and they'll teach you. And, you know, especially being a female in the car world, that's huge for me because I know a lot of guys kind of look at us and they scoff and they're like, oh, these girls, they don't know anything. And, you know, having those guys that are in the car world and in the Miata world specifically, to be able to, you know, bounce ideas off of and learn how to do stuff on my car from, that's huge for me. 100%. And it reminded me of uh, another thing that we, we had talked about. Um, you, you said, correct me, you probably, obviously you have more dialect because this is the conversation you told me. Um, but you were telling me about um, there was something wrong either on your car or someone's car. I think it was either in person or group chat. <laughs> Where exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, um, I've had a couple of instances like that. So basically, when I first got my Miata, there was this squeal going on, and I took it to my mechanic that I trusted, or at least thought I trusted. And when I got there, I was like, hey, you know, I've got this noise happening. Can you just drive my car, listen to it, see if we can come up with what's making this noise? So he drove it. Didn't even leave the parking lot, like just did a circle in the parking lot. And he came back and he's like, oh yeah, it's uh, it's your drive shaft or your differential that's making that noise. And I was pretty broke at the time. So thinking that I was going to have to replace a drive shaft or differential kind of sucked because I just bought the car for $1,000. Wasn't really looking to put money into it. And so I basically was like, yeah, you know, I'll think about it. I'll take it home. I'll see what I can come up with. So when I got home, I started Googling videos on YouTube of Miatas making squealing noises and watched a whole bunch of videos, actually got in contact with this Miata group that I met over at Pavilions. 
and mm. came up with the fact that it was just my speedometer cable, which is like a $3.80 part from AutoZone. They ordered it for me. It was there the next day. So, I mean, it's not the funnest thing to have to replace, but it's a lot better and a lot cheaper than a drive shaft or a differential. Right. It was way super, it was way more insuring. It's like, okay, it might be, it might be a pain to get it installed, but it's better than spending an arm and a leg, 500 bucks, thousand dollars, whatever it may be to go ahead and put into a car that just paid a thousand dollars for it. Like it was like, all right, I'd rather take that route than, you know, the, the, the more financially painful. Yeah, exactly. And then I had another one where I was in my Miata chat and all of us have lowered cars. Like it's just a big thing with Miatas, pretty much everybody lowers them. And right. there's these blue clusters of wires in the front fenders that nobody could come up with what they went to because they just kind of disappear in the front bumper and then they disappear into the firewall. So all the guys in my chat group were like, what are these wires? Can I cut them out? Like I'm rubbing on them when I turn. Everybody was freaking out trying to figure out what it was. So right. I just got on Google because I feel like <laughs> the internet has the answer for everything. And right. I literally just Googled like blue wire cluster NA Miata front fender. First thing that came up was a little, um, what's it called? A forum. And mm -hmm. Everybody in there is like, oh, what are these blue wires? Come to find out they're for the crash sensors and the front bumper. And then they connect to the airbags in the front of the car, which the 1.6 only has in the steering wheel, but the 1.8 also has on the passenger side in the dash. And mm -hmm. pretty much all of us also have aftermarket steering wheels, like blue clusters of wires. None of us need them because none of us have airbags since we have right. the aftermarket steering wheels. So. Right. It took me maybe 30 seconds to find that answer in a forum. So I just put it in the chat. I was like, hey, guys, these wires go to the crash sensors and connect to the airbags. And it was like I saved everybody's lives when realistically <laughs> they could have done the same thing. Like, So I just I That's love awesome. learning things about my car. You know, anything that I don't know, I want to know about it. And that, that's exactly why I, like it just felt right to kind of bring you on here because I feel like you're an exact example of you're not you're not letting a stigma you're not letting what an outside source tell you what you can and cannot do like you're utilizing the tools around you an example a the internet and the people your internet and the people that you grew up with with your with with your family being involved with the car scene like you just took it upon yourself to just learn the things you're not making it a big deal but a lot of people a lot of people don't take that extra step to you know know the things that you know which is as simple as a google search and that's the thing that needs to be promoted not only for for, for uh, females but males the whole the whole world in itself because she will make things a lot harder than actually actually what it actually is like it's not that big of a deal but it's not it's, it's not it's, what you've done it's not it's not crazy but it's common sense it's uh, it's unfortunate it sounds like sometimes common sense isn't always common for a lot of people so it's like kudos like i love that like, you're like what's the big deal like i use google like exactly. that's awesome yeah and i mean like all these people take their cars to mechanics and just throw money at them for minor problems that i mean i'll sit here all day long and watch a youtube video on how to do something on my car so that i can do it myself rather than taking it to a mechanic like i just i like being hands-on with that i like knowing 
the machine that I'm driving and how to fix it if something's wrong and not having to rely on somebody else to take their time and take my money to get anything fixed on my car. Right. Now, maybe that's kind of because, again, we, this this uh, this podcast has reached a lot of people, and so that's kind of speaks to maybe the, the, the listeners. So um, maybe someone that's not necessarily hands-on, like knowing what you know now, that's just fast-forward, uh, between when you first got involved when you were younger till till now, like what are maybe one to three things you feel that you've experienced with your Miata or just cars in general that you feel like people should know or they should they should at least have a whereabouts of like how it operates on, on a vehicle. Doesn't matter what it is. I would say absolutely everybody, no matter who you are, should be able to perform an oil change on your car. That's a very, right. very simple, you know, cheap thing to do. And then I would also say, you know, being able to change your own tire, to be honest with you, right. like when we're done with this, I'm going to go help my friend that's on the side of the road that has a blowout on their car that was relying on a tow truck mm-hmm. to show up that never showed up because how many times does that happen to everybody that's listening right now? So, you know, just those simple things, being able to do an oil change, being able to change the tire on your own car if you need to and you're stranded like those are two major things. Um, obviously like I can do both of them. I can do a lot more than that. But <laughs> I think that, you know, even those beginners that are out there that don't know really how to do anything on their car, those are two easy things to start with. And I think that once you get into doing those things and knowing how to do them, it really triggers that passion to want to learn more about your own vehicle. Hell yeah, exactly. I love that. Like just the I think that should be like a quote of some sort. Like once you learn, once you learn the basics, you just, you become more curious on like, well, if this, if this is the way this works, I wonder how that works. Like, can I do that on my own? Can I, do I have to hire someone? Like you start to, you just start to like fire off these blocks of curiosity. So hundred percent agree with you. I love the way you put that. Yeah. I know that like I was helping one of my buddies do a flush on his transmission on his Miata and it's a manual just like mine. And we flushed the transmission, Mm -hmm. filled it up again. And I asked him, you know, are you going to flush the shifter turret and fill that up with gear oil too? And he's like, well, you know, the shifter should be part of the transmission. And I was like, no, it's a separate system. You actually have to flush it and do it completely separately, which the two guys I was working with that both have Miatas didn't know that at all. So we ended up pulling all three Miatas in the garage that night and flushing the shifter turrets. And they're like, well, how do you do it? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) To be honest with you, I didn't know how to do it. But you know what? I got underneath the car. I found the transmission. I found where I figured the shifter turret would drain out of. There was a plug right there. We pulled that plug, drained out the sludge that was in there, and, you know, cleaned (laughs) cleaned it out with brake cleaner, of course, because brake cleaner cleans absolutely everything. And filled them back up with gear oil. And now we've all got really nice shifting Miatas. You know, they drive way smoother now. So, you know, just the little things like that, like little things that I didn't know how to do it, but I got under there and I figured it out. So that's what I love. Hell yeah. Would you consider yourself a patient person to an extent? To an extent, you know, like I've replaced the belts on my car seven times now. Because they're, yeah, they're just like, 
I would lose a bolt in the top of my alternator, lose a bolt in the bottom of my alternator. This bolt would snap, that bolt would snap. So just various reasons. I replaced them seven times. So anybody needs their belts replaced on an NA Miata, I got you. But the last time I replaced them, I got everything back together. I was tightening the final tensioner bolt and it snapped in half. And so to an extent, I'm pretty patient. But when that happened, I was just like, nope, I'm done. We're good. I'll finish this tomorrow. I'm not going to do this right now. Like it was just one of those frustrating moments, which I'm sure anybody that works on cars has had those. So most of the time, pretty patient, but some things get to me. All right. Hey, we're all human at the end of the day, but um, just working on a car, I'm sure we all can attest to it, regardless if we do it to the smallest degree or like the heaviest degree. Like, it's a lot of just life lessons and just working on your car. Like you just kind of, you got to caress it. Like you, you, you yell at it. You, you hug it at times. Oh yeah. You got to figure out what's wrong. <laughs> like it's, it's a relationship for sure. Like it's legit. Like just not, it just, just, just doesn't have a, a beating heart at the end of the day. Cause it's honestly like, it's a, it's a life partner for sure. Oh yeah. No, I've already come to the conclusion that, you know, my car will never be sold. It will either be totaled mm-hmm. in an accident or I will have it until the day that I die. But I love my car. It's definitely a life partner for me. It's my dream car and it's definitely not going anywhere. That's awesome. I got, would you, would you, have you ever considered like having a fleet of Miatas? I've definitely considered it. I actually had one of my buddies, he's into motorcycles, which I also have a motorcycle and he, kind of offered up his right-hand drive turboed Miata for my motorcycle as a straight trade. And I'm just like, oh Mm -hmm. man, like what I wouldn't give to like have another Miata. But realistically, right now, it's not really something that I could see myself doing. You know, I live in an apartment, so it's not really a place that yeah. I can be working on my car. But one day, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely one day. And it's it's always going to be NA Miatas. Those pop-up headlights just get me. <laughs> right? Just, just the perky smile on the grill. 100%. I love it. Oh, yeah. Like when little well, kids walk past my car at car meets and they're like, oh, it's smiling. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> get one when you get older. Right, it's like get one. You'll understand why I have it. Like you, you'll you'll understand the passion, the addiction for it. Oh yeah, it's the funnest car I've ever driven. That's awesome. Have you ever taken it on the track or no? I haven't taken it on the track. I do know a lot of people that track their Miatas, and hopefully one mm-hmm. day I'll have one that is built for the track. I don't think it'll be the one that I have now, just because it's got a little bit of frame issues going on with it that. I'm not really confident would make it if I started tracking my car, but definitely one right. day. Yeah. Track. You got to get the daily. You got your daily and then you got the track. Me. Yeah, exactly. I get it. You got to separate. Exactly. How many miles does it have? I just rolled over to 213,000 yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, like legit, like 213,001 mile. Like yesterday. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I um I have one more question because I know time of time is of essence and things have changed yeah. for sure. Um, well, let's say this. Okay, I'm gonna make it interesting. So maybe someone that either drives a Miata or that hasn't. What is what's one thing that is there? 
you don't it doesn't have to you don't necessarily have to give an answer either you know it or you don't know it what's one thing that you feel out of experience of owning Miata that you feel like most Miata owners don't know that you know is that does that does that exist that makes sense um so there is one thing about miatas that not every miata owner knows and Mm -hmm. it's like this little trick that comes with the door handles and locking them so basically if you open the door of an na miata and you lock it and then close the door like any normal car you would think that it would lock the door but it Mm -hmm. doesn't so the trick to locking the, <laughs> the trick to locking the doors on a Miata, you have to open the door, lock it, and then when you go to close the door, you have to actually like hold the handle open, close the door, and then let go of the handle. So it's just like this little trick that not a lot of people know. I know it, a couple of my other Miata friends know it, but it's one of those things that, you know, it's a little bit different than any other car. And our door handles actually came out of a Maserati, like an old Maserati. So yeah, if you look up our door handles, they came from a Maserati. So I thought that was pretty cool. You know, like my Miata, I paid a thousand dollars for, like I said before. So you wouldn't think that something that's such a cheap car to get now would have a part on it from something that we consider to be, you know, a high class type of car. That's awesome. It's like, it's like, it's a transformer. Like I've created this like ultimate car, but it's made from like seven cars. That's what it sounds like. Obviously it was, that was one part of it, but that's like the vision that I had in my head when you said that. I'm like, she's got like this mega Miata. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, I want to say first things first, appreciate you jumping on here, Kylie. Again, I have lots of plans because I'm coming back out to Arizona and working with uh, Decepticon in Disguise. Shout out to Decepticon in Disguise for, <laughs> for helping pioneer the, this podcast and um, bringing me to the pavilion because if I didn't go to the pavilion, I would have met you. And I feel like you two are, are pretty awesome in terms of stress and similarity of like how, how assertive you guys are and you're not afraid to, you know, just just adventure, adventure and in, in, into the curious and unknown. And again, this is what this is all about. Like just the, just the assertiveness that and the, the the bravery that you have where it's not a big deal to ask a question. Cause again, I always use the example 50 years ago, uh, 50, hundred years ago, the roles are very strict on like where confidence in the role of a woman was and the confidence in the, in the, in the role of a man was. And now we're in the eight day and age where, you know, there is no, there is no like set stone, like there's flexibility where, you know, if you have something you want to speak out on in terms of this, uh, for the for automotive world, like you can know what a man knows. It's not a big deal, and you you have every right to exercise that. And I think it's pretty cool. Like I'm one of the few guys that are like that's pretty badass. Like I really think that's cool that you know, you know, you know more than me about a Miata, and I'm okay with that. Like oh, she knows more about cars than me. Like I most people I have on here knows more than me, and I'm just I'm just a guy that wants to see the ladies win. So I want to thank you for uh, jumping on here. Yeah, of course. You know, anything to show the females in the car scene that you don't have to be afraid to ask questions. You don't have to be afraid to learn and know things about your car. Like if you have questions, like I'm always here. Anybody that wants to hit me up with some questions or help on their car, if you're in the Valley, like for sure, I'm always down to go work on something. 
And what's your what's your uh, maybe the people that are that that don't that stumbled on here not from uh, Instagram? Where can people find you on uh on on Instagram? As far as what's your uh, your tag? So my Instagram tag is hi underscore I'm <laughs> underscore Kylie, and that's spelled K Y L L E E. So you can find me on there. Pretty much all the pictures on there are of my car. So that's me. <laughs> When did you did you paint and did you paint your Miata? Was it when did you when did you painted it? Because isn't it isn't it pink? Correct. No, uh, Yada Goddess on Instagram. Love her. She's got the pink one. Um, I'm white and black, so my car came to me fully white with a black trunk, and I needed to do some body work on it, so I had to put a new hood on there, which I couldn't find a white hood. I actually found a red one. And I figured, you know, matching white paint is not always the easiest thing to do because there's a million shades of white out there. So mm-hmm. I went ahead and that's insane. Yeah, I just matched the trunk to the hood. So all white with a black trunk, black hood. That's so crazy. That, that's probably the subliminal that I, I reason why I said that because and that's crazy. I was right up on the car for some reason, like subliminal subliminally like yada goddess legit got me thinking that was like it's crazy that's that's insane yeah i'm like i swear her miata was freaking pink and i'm like oh wait (laughs) (laughs) but i love her too like she's fantastic yada goddess you're amazing i appreciate you for sending stuff in to the team oh stuff on this manual um last lastly uh if you you have anything is there anything that you want to maybe leave i feel like we probably said it all uh, is there anything you might be want to leave to the followers or I mean, not followers, but people that are listening or any advice that's something that's always been like on your mind, your brain, but you never really had a platform like this to like shout it. But if not, it's, it's a hundred percent. Okay. I just try to, I try to squeeze every, <laughs> every, uh, everything out of everyone that, uh, you know, yeah. come across. Cause again, this is so new. This is super new. No, this is, doesn't exist. Like I, I looked and, this is the only platform where it's like geared to just, you know, give you ladies the, the time to shine. So, but if it doesn't, it's not there, I hundred percent get it. But if there is uh, the floor is yours and then we'll close it off from there. Yeah. I mean, just pretty much don't be afraid. Like if you have a passion for cars, pursue it. Like I know that it's not always the easiest thing to do financially and, you know, being around all these guys in the car scene, a lot of girls, have this passion and they don't know what to do with it but you know just get out there if there's something you want to learn don't be afraid to ask people like if you're not confident enough to go up to some guy and talk to them about it find a girl at a car meet we're there and we're usually pretty chill and you know I'm always down to talk to people about cars if they have questions and I can answer them great if I can't like I'll point you in the right direction let's figure it out together I'm always down to work on cars like you know, any of that stuff, just, I just say that there's no reason to be afraid or to feel like you don't belong in the car scene if you're a female, because we're super welcoming and, you know, not a lot of people out there, you know, feel that they can actually ask those questions. And I just don't think that that really exists anymore. Like it's not women need to be in the kitchen. Women need to stay home with the kids. Like, we're the breadwinners in a lot of relationships and that's totally cool now. So just, you know, don't be afraid. Really. That's what it boils down to. Just be confident. Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. You guys heard it. You guys heard it first from Kylie. Make sure you guys give her a follow. Make sure you guys, you know, subscribe to the podcast. I appreciate the support thus far. For those lastly, for those who have been asking to support this, this whole this whole mission, this brand, uh, just recently found out a feature on this platform called Anchor. This this podcast will be distributed all over, like platforms, iTunes and uh, SoundCloud and a bunch of other places. However, Anchor has this feature where you guys could, for those who keep asking that want to support, you can. There's a subscription model. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but it's like 90% of it gets donated to to the podcast, to the to the Miss Manual, and you guys have the ability to do that. Where it's like I don't know, it's like 30 cents a day or something like that. Where it's like it ends up to be like five dollars a month, up to like fifteen dollars a month. So those who've been asking, this is your opportunity to do it. I still have to like figure out how it works, but there's a, a support button somewhere. This is what they're saying, and you guys have the ability to do that because that'd be awesome. Because essentially, I want this to eventually be like an office where I like bring in. Kylie or Decepticon in disguise and we sit down and have it professional style where it's not breaking up so that's essentially what that will go towards you but until next time this is episode 42 of the Miss Man podcast road to 100 episodes um we're gonna go ahead and hit it pretty soon um Kylie you have a sensational night and we'll talk soon all right sounds good